Hey, I'm James. Welcome to a safish space to listen to some scary stories. From true crime to urban legends and whatever comes between, let's take this time to dive into something dark and see what twists and turns these stories have for us. I would like to welcome you to the I Know What You Did Last podcast. After you. to the I Know What You Did Last podcast. You're just in time for our very first creature feature. You know, along with the true crime, the urban legends, the horror stories, there is a staple to the horror genre, and that is the creatures. Every now and then, we're going to crack open an origin story of some of these creatures, and tonight, for our very first one, we are going to be talking about Frankenstein. When you think of Frankenstein, you think of a big, tall, green arms out straight zombie type of guy, right? Funny enough, Frankenstein is not the actual monster. Frankenstein is the name of the doctor that created that monster, so we're gonna settle in and find out exactly what happened in the legend that is Frankenstein's monster. Victor Frankenstein was born in Italy and he was born into a very wealthy Genevan family. Victor had two younger brothers, and from a young age, he had a strong desire to understand the world. He had shown interest in the sciences and alchemy, and would go on to attend the university in Germany where he would excel in chemistry. Just a short while before Victor left for university though, his mother had fallen ill and died of scarlet fever. Victor, while doing well in school, kept himself and his grief buried in his experiments, and would eventually develop a secret technique that would allow him to put life into non-living things. He decided to take on the project of making his very own human. He would collect various body parts from the medical wing at his university, and over the span of two years, Victor would stitch and sew together his very own creation. This creature would stand at a height of eight feet and had a very wide box-like body shape. Victor had spent two years, and all of his free time, his anger, and his grief, building this humanoid with every intent of making it beautiful. This creature, though, is anything but beautiful to Victor. It radiates a smell that immediately made Victor want to be sick. The creature's eyes were this dark, cloudy, milky white, and they were wet. They were constantly watery and running down its face, rolling across its yellow, thin, transparent skin that looked like it could barely contain the rotting muscles below it. Victor could not stand the sight of what he had done. He didn't care that it had taken him years, and he didn't care that it was revolutionary. He was outright disgusted by this creation. Victor panics. He has no idea what to do and just runs. He couldn't stand there or be in that space with that thing any longer. Victor eventually returns to the workspace, fearful of what he's going to find, but when Victor opens the door and enters, there's no creature. There's no noise. There's no smell. This tumultuous experiment of Victor's would prove to be too much for him, and he would get the better of him in his physical health. It would take months for Victor to recover and feel well again. 
Victor was being nursed back to health by one of his childhood friends, Henry. Henry spent every day with Victor, being a friend and a nurse to him. Victor would spend four months receiving care and friendship from Henry, but he did not ever talk about the creature or what he had done. It was still a terrifying and disgusting thing for Victor. A quiet month later, Victor received a letter from his father. The letter had some unfortunate news for Victor, and it was that his younger brother, William, had been murdered. Victor is devastated, and finally feeling well, he immediately packs his things to head to Geneva. Victor was nearing the family property when ever so slightly, out of the corner of his eye, in a dense pocket of woodlands towards the south, he would see him for the first time. Victor saw the creature. Victor saw his creature. All of those feelings of fear, hate, disgust, they all returned immediately. Immediately, Victor assumes that the creature is what killed William. It had to be. Victor arrives and learns that William's nanny was being put to blame for his death. They had found William's locket hidden in her belongings, and that was evidence enough. The nanny is set to be hung, however Victor feels that no one would believe or understand if he tried to clear her name by bringing up his creature. Therefore, the nanny is executed and Victor retreats for a mountain hike to process his grief and guilt. He was the one responsible for this. He was responsible for the creature, and he was responsible for that nanny being killed. Victor is partway through his hike when he is approached by his creature. The creature begins to speak in a calm, developed, almost intelligent and articulate voice. The creature has a sadness in his voice though, one that you'd hear from a disappointed child or a friend that you had cancelled the plans with. The creature begs for Victor to just stop, stop walking and just listen. Just take the time to listen to what this thing that Victor had created had to say. The creature would tell Victor about his first few days of life, how alone he was. He remembered himself being in the woods and just feeling alone. He would hear and see other people, but every time he approached them, they would be afraid of him and run away. And he hated this. He hated it so much, he decided to never ever go near people again. He had found a cottage in the middle of the woods that had a family residing in it and he was able to make a somewhat sort of nest in an abandoned garage on the property. The father of that family was blind, and it seemed as if one of the two children had already moved out. The creature would live here for months. He would learn how to speak by listening to the family and reading magazines or books that were put to trash. He would do small chores around the property as a sign of thanks to this family, all while remaining a complete secret to them. Sometimes he would shovel the snow off of the walkway, he would collect firewood, he just kept the place generally neat and tidy. Over these months, the creature would start to feel almost attached to this family. He decided it was time to introduce himself to them in hopes of finding a family of his own. However, he had seen his reflection and he knew how hideous he was, so he had waited to approach the father when he was alone so that he could not be swayed by the creature's appearance. The creature explained that he had been living in the old garage and helping around the property. The man's wife and the other son had a ride home mid-explanation and attacked the creature before fleeing the cottage. They never came back and the creature was left alone yet again. 
The creature would then go on to tell Victor that he had decided he would never have anything to do with humans ever again, giving up on the idea of being accepted entirely. He would eventually stumble upon a small child who had fallen into a river and needed help. He had given up on his new oath and the creature's instincts were strong to love and nurture, so the creature immediately went and rescued the child. The child's father arrives right after and assumes that this creature must have hurt his child, and he shoots the creature in the shoulder before running away. In this moment, the creature made a decision. A stronger decision than before, one that has been filled with endless days of hate and rage and sadness. And the creature had decided that from this point on, humans and humankind were his sole enemy, and he swore revenge against all of them. The creature then recounts, almost proudly, how he returned to Victor's workspace over the last few weeks. How he had snuck in, gotten information from his journals and documents, and found the family address. He did indeed kill Victor's brother to get his attention, and the creature's demeanor slowly changes from a place of sadness to a place of threat, almost. Of dominance. The creature tells Victor that if he does not make another monster, a female companion for the creature to spend its life with, that he will kill all of Victor's family and friends. Victor is reluctant to agree, but to keep everyone he loves alive, he eventually does. Victor would spend his time full of worry, and even premonitions of disaster and terror as he worked on this female companion. He had wild theories and fears about how evil the creature is, and how evil this new one may be. And he was concerned that if the two creatures were to breed, would it lead to a new race of zombie humanoid creatures? What had Victor done? The creature was less than enthused about the time Victor had been taking, and paid Victor a visit to deliver yet another threat. The creature told Victor, who was soon to marry his fiancée Elizabeth, that if Victor is not done creating his companion before the wedding, that the creature would kill Victor the night of his wedding. Victor refused to continue the second creature and essentially decides to call the creature's bluff. Victor married Elizabeth and survived the night. The next day, Victor armed himself with a pistol and a dagger and headed out to check the property and hopefully find and kill the creature. Victor would be free of this torment once and for all, he decided and the world would be free of this thing. As Victor searched the grounds, he took a moment to take a look back at his home. The light and the warmth shining through the windows, his new bride tucked away, waiting for him. This is what life was worth living for. Not grief-fueled experiments in dark basements, not sewing together body parts to make a zombie. None of that was life. This was. And it was in that warm, fleeting moment of fulfillment that Victor would watch as the creature violently choked and strangled his wife Elizabeth in the master bedroom window. Victor would watch the life fall out of his love's face while the creature smiled and stared directly into Victor's eyes. Victor fired his gun in a panic, but the creature managed to escape. Victor would spend the remaining years of his life chasing this creature. He would chase it all through Europe, north into Russia, but the creature would always be ahead of him every single step of the way. 
The chase would lead Victor to the very edge of the Arctic Ocean. But just as Victor felt he was close enough to finally catch the creature, he would start to succumb to the elements. The crew of his search ship was giving up. They were retreating and they were retiring from their service to Victor, and Victor himself was suffering from hypothermia and exhaustion. Victor would tell the ship captain that no matter what, they are to keep going north. The captain and crew would ultimately disagree and would be turning the ship around to head south. Unfortunately for Victor, he would not live much longer than this because of his health ailments, and he would die on the ship. A few weeks later, the ship still traveling south with Victor's body. The captain would find the creature mourning over Victor's body. The creature had been on the ship the entire time. The creature would explain to the captain that Victor's death does not bring him peace. He does not feel any better now that Victor is dead, or now that the chase is over. The creature explains that he believes he is now more miserable and evil than even Victor was, and that he was going to end his own life so that no one else had to ever know about his existence. The captain would then watch as the creature drifted away on a small raft, never to be seen again. And that is what happened last with the creation of the creature commonly known as Frankenstein's monster. It's kind of a sad story, really. I mean, I wouldn't be able to hug and kiss on an eight-foot-tall, rotting-from-the-inside-out zombie, but it's sad to think that its motivation was companionship more than anything else. Victor Frankenstein truly saw all of the ill effects of playing with life and death, and ultimately, he sacrificed his entire life to it. I'm guilty of always referring to the creature as Frankenstein, as I know a lot of us are. So immediately when I had first learned a long time ago that Frankenstein was the doctor that made the monster, I had to know the monster's name, but no name. Usually he's just referred to as the creature, or the wretch, or the monster. And that is probably the saddest cherry on this weird, gross, sad little zombie cake. The poor thing didn't even have a name. I hope you guys enjoyed this very first creature feature. I know I did, and I already can't wait for the next one. Thanks for listening. If you have any thoughts or opinions about Victor Frankenstein or his creature, please leave a comment on the Instagram, and don't be too afraid to click those follow and download buttons while you're there. That's going to be all for this episode. Everybody stay safe, don't make any zombies, have fun, and I trust you can see yourself out, right? Thanks for listening, and until next time... 